Hello and welcome back to the Just Hoops podcast. Uh, Josh and I are sorry for our little hiatus in the last week. Uh, we were moving and grooving. We both finished up the school year. I graduated. He finished his freshman year of college. Um, but now we're back in the crib. We're back in the 570. Um, but besides that, basketball's been great. Can you, you got anything to say? That is why I do the intros majority of the time. But yeah, no, it's been really good. A lot of stuff coming up, you know. Not a lot to talk about some things, but that's fine. Uh, we got first game of the conference finals coming up tonight, um, Tuesday night. We got the Lakers versus the Nuggets starting. Um, and then we got the Heat and Celtics on Wednesday night starting game one. So both East and West Conference Finals set. Um, it's going to be a really good matchup. Same matchups as it was in the bubble. So see if that was a fluke or not. And uh, yeah, no, it's going to be really exciting. See what happens. But yeah, let's get right into it. You want to do tonight's game first? All right. So the Lakers and Nuggets are playing against each other. Uh, last time they faced off in the playoffs was the bubble. But um, things are a little different this time. Uh, the Nuggets, first team in the West. Lakers barely held on to get into the playoffs. New look roster, first year coach. The only thing that's the same is literally LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But um, going into the series, what are some keys that you think will carry for each team? Uh, it's going to be a really interesting matchup. We have the best offensive rating in the playoffs of the Denver Nuggets versus the best defensive rating team in the playoffs with the uh, Lakers. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see. The Lakers have been really good in the half court defensively, but they have not faced an offense like the Nuggets yet. They haven't faced a elite two-man game like Jokic and Murray. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting. Denver's been shooting the ball lights out. Their role players are all stepping up. You know, we, the the Lakers role players have been probably the best bench and role players in the league in the playoffs. But we have um, you have Denver who has Bruce Brown who could score twenty any night. You got MPJ who can light you up for six, seven threes in a game. You got. Uh, KCP who's going to lock up somebody on the defensive end and then come down on offense and could knock down a mid-range jumper, or a th- catch and shoot three, uh, can get to the rim. You have all these different all the and Aaron Gordon too has been playing very very good. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see both the matchups for the Lakers, how they're going to attack it, and then um, how Denver's going to go after uh, if they're going to try to attack switches, try to attack. Uh, and you know Anthony Davis is going to be in a lot of pick and roll situations because he's going to be on um, Jokic a lot, and I think Denver's fine with that because it gets him off out of the paint, and you could get more backdoor cuts. You can get downhill easier. Not worry about a rim protector at the a rim protector at the rim. He's more on the perimeter now, guarding the pick and roll, guarding the pop. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see if they have any action before the two-man game to try to get somebody like D'Angelo Russell or Austin Reeves onto, um, onto Jamal Murray to try to get 
better situations for them. Then the Lakers offense, they just got to keep it simple, keep attacking the rim. Um, Denver's defensive rating isn't – it's not the best. It's fifth in the playoffs so far at a 110.1. Um, it's okay, middle of the pack. But if you, if the Lakers push the pace, attack – relentlessly to the rim i feel like that gives them a slight advantage uh but it's gonna be really interesting to see if like see how lebron like attacks this he's been kind of hesitant throughout the playoffs kind of waiting for his moment it seems like uh so we'll see we'll see what he feels the need to do this this uh this series uh it's gonna be a really interesting matchup though so for me, I think that looking at this series, I think the two-man game is a big thing that you brought up. Um, how will the Lakers guard that? They've had the best defense in the playoffs this far, pretty much. Um, actually, exactly. They're a full point ahead in defensive rating. And uh, Denver's offense has just been elite. The movement, the pacing, the different looks that they've given, put an MPJ in a lot more action. Um, I think that two-man game is going to be very difficult for Anthony Davis to keep up with. It's going to put a lot of guys in position to have to do a lot of things that they haven't had to do, um, especially it's a new-look roster and they never had to face the Nuggets. Um, just as we dive into the series like tonight, the way that they start against that two-man game and guarding – <laughs> Josh is over here on chat GBT. Um, but as we uh, we start to look at this, I think keys for Denver are winning the half court at both ends because, to be honest, I think both teams have their disadvantages on defense uh, where the Lakers have been a solid defensive unit. So has Denver. Um, it's just the point of there's holes in both defenses. Um and I think it's more personnel-based with the Lakers because there's going to be three guys on the floor basically at all times that aren't elite defenders. Um, yes, Dennis Schroeder has been doing great. Vando's been incredible all season long. Yes, he was a little bit of a liability last series. Um, but I think that the Lakers are just like – it's going to be such a big challenge because of how good Denver's been offensively. And then for Denver defensively, I think it's more scheme than personnel, to be completely honest. Like, I think Jokic has been great. Jamal Murray's been doing a really good job at giving effort and energy when he switched on the ball. Um, Aaron Gordon's phenomenal. KCP's been great. Uh, MPJ really hasn't been that bad of a liability. He's been doing a solid job at just being there, doing – what he has to do like the bare minimum but like still he is making that effort defensively and then the bench has been great for denver bruce brown jeff green uh, christian brown um just phenomenal effort by everyone at the defensive end but the way that they rotate the way that they really plug the low man the way that they put Jokic high in action um it might be beneficial just because you're applying that pressure to the point and it might be a little bit tougher for the Lakers to get into action when it's LeBron off the ball. But it'll be it'll be interesting to see. It'll be a little chess match game one. Game two will be huge for adjustments. Um, but overall, like, the half court's going to be big. 
because the team that could win the half court will probably win the game. Uh, for the Lakers, I think that they need to be able to get out and run. Um, if they can do what they did against the uh, the Warriors and the uh, – dude, you're the one over here on ChatGBT. Why are you telling me to lock in? Um, <laughs> the way that the Lakers can get out and run, if they're able to get those points in transition, they're already plus 2.6 points per game on the break. They're running 17% of the time. Uh, the transition game's just been huge for them to even find a flow offensively in the half court. So there's a lot of things that they can do in terms of turning defense to offense. <laughs> Excuse me. That can provide a lot of success. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, that's pretty much it because you're being you and I don't know where to go. I lost my train of thought. Um, it's going to be a very interesting series to see the uh, different adjustments from both teams. Um, you want to talk matchups? I think that the this this the matchups favor Denver. Uh, you, you got Aaron Gordon's been guarding the toughest matchup in each series that they have played. He uh, got KD. He did a really good job on Kevin Durant. Um, and then he was he was kind of off and on on um, on Anthony Edwards. Sorry, um, but I think that LeBron kind of favors him more just because LeBron's more of a physical player. He is going to try to put his head down and get to the rim. He's going to back you down. And Aaron Gordon's strength, uh, we saw it in the Phoenix series. He just kind of bullied his way to the rim half the time. Uh, so you'll. This favors him more than I feel like Kevin Durant or uh, I keep saying Aaron Gordon or Anthony Edwards did, just because they're more crafty than LeBron. Um, but it's gonna it's gonna come down to what duo, like you know you know the other guys are gonna do what they do. They've been doing it all playoff. These are probably two of the the highest production role player teams, uh, highest production bench teams in the. Uh, playoffs so far, uh, which really give them an edge in their uh, all their both their series that they've played. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to, or I mean, it's going to come down to how LeBron and Anthony Davis fare against uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic, which Jamal Murray and Jokic have been up there with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown as the top two duos in this playoffs. Um, They've just night in, night out, done their job. Uh, Jokic has kind of taken over as best player in the playoffs uh, from that last series. He just put up crazy numbers every night, uh, shot like 80% from the field. Uh, he just – it felt like he never missed a shot when every time the ball went up, it was in. A lot of the times I was texting Jacob uh, that – it's as simple as if Jokic touches the ball, it's a bucket, and if not, it's a stop for whoever they're playing. So uh, just play through Jokic as much as possible. You, It's it's pretty simple for Denver. Um, don't complicate it, and I feel like they have this edge in this series, and I think that Denver will get this win and get the series win in six games. Well, in terms of matchups, I just uh... – 
to go back to that, I know Anthony Davis and Jokic, they'll be matched up against each other most likely. I think an adjustment down the road might be pre-switching, like a thing like Boston did against Joel, um, having a smaller guy on him while he's on the perimeter. And then when he does get to the paint, there's a ton of size down there. But I think early in the series, it'll be AD versus Jokic. Aaron Gordon's going to guard LeBron. I think LeBron is probably going to have to – they might put him on MPJ just because I think it depends on who that third the third starter is, if it's Vando or Dennis Schroeder, because they ended the series against the Warriors with Dennis Schroeder on the floor, and I think Schroeder will get Murray, and then the other two guys will just match up. It's the bigger guy will get Aaron Gordon, smaller guy will get KCP. Um, so probably D-Low on – that's going to be tough, though. Aaron Gordon's going to get a lot of post-ups that way. Um but for the Lakers, it'll be, uh, yeah, that's the Lakers side. And then Denver side, Aaron Gordon, LeBron, Jokic, AD. Um, then it depends on that Vando spot because if Vando's in the game, I think KCP will get Vando. And then if it's Schroeder, I think KCP is going to get D'Lo, Murray, Schroeder, and then you don't think so? You think D'Lo gets KCP? Well, like KCP guards D'Angelo Russell, no matter what. Oh, okay. But size, that's going to be tough. Oh, he's, but MPJ could check Vando and float and not have to worry. That's a valid point. Then KCP on, yeah, and then Murray gets the other guy. Fair enough. This is why we need two mics, because then we can go back and forth and discuss things. Um, But, uh... Yeah, that's pretty much all that I wanted. So you got Denver in six. Mm-hmm. I got Denver in five. I think Denver's been the best team this far, and I don't think anyone's slowing them down, and the Lakers have had a lot of holes in their game. Um, I think that this is kind of built for Denver to just dominate and get themselves in the finals. Um, any last points about this one? I just feel I just feel like LeBron's gonna get two wins. Like you can't count out LeBron in this type of situation. He's gonna turn back into, you know, the LeBron that we all know. And he'll have like two thirty six and twelve games that will kinda lead the Lakers to a win in must win situations. But at the end of the day, Denver's just gonna be too much for this Lakers team. Um and they will get their first finals appearance ever. Oh yeah, this would be ever. Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, as Jacob was talking, I was I was saying stuff over here. But I feel like KCP is going to be a good matchup for um, D'Angelo Russell just because he's going to be in more actions. He's going to be in a lot of ball screens with Anthony Davis, and I feel like KCP's been through that situation a lot more. So I feel like he's going to be the primary matchup early. Uh, I feel like we could see a lot of Bruce Brown with or taking the spot of Michael Porter Jr. in this series. I feel like Bruce Brown's going to get a lot more minutes just because if L.A. is going to throw out that three-guard lineup, I think that if one of those guards is kind of going off, um, it'd be a better matchup for them. Uh, Second finals appearance for Denver. But since the 70s. I was going to say, they But I feel like we will see a lot of Bruce Brown with – Jamal Murray and KCP lineups just to match up with that three-guard lineup that was really good for L.A. in that 
Warrior series. Similar to, it will be similar to Phoenix then, because Bruce Brown basically played thirty minutes a game. Yeah, um, but it wasn't like it was with like different lineups. Like I just feel like it'll be a Jamal Murray, KCP, him, and Bruce Brown lineup. But um, we'll see. We'll see how they adjust throughout the series. Uh, game one tonight. I feel like this one will go to Denver pretty. Pretty heftily, I feel like it'll be a solid like fifteen point victory, um, similar to the Phoenix series. Um, be close through three quarters, and then Denver will just pull away. Uh, but it's gonna be a really interesting series, just adjustment wise, matchup wise. But we'll see. So uh, moving forward, we're gonna go out east. Um, we got the Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics. To look at it from a playoff perspective, um, Boston is second in <coughs> excuse me in efficiency differential at a plus six point five, with the third best offense and the ninth best defense. And then for Miami, they are fourth in efficiency differential with a plus three point one. They have the eighth best offense and the best defense per cleaning the glass. Um, this series is going to be a dogfight. I just don't think like there's another way to describe it. You got teams that there's bad blood. Um, they faced each other in three of the last four conference finals, including this season. Um, it's going to just be a war from start to finish. I'm excited to tune in. Um, the Miami Heat have been clicking. They found the rhythm offensively, defensively. They're just going. Uh, Jalen Brunson presented a lot of issues. Uh, need to give him his flowers for what he did in that second-round series, basically single-handedly carrying them into just saving their season, giving them another day to live. Um, Jalen Brunson's the guy for New York for a long time, and it was really fun to watch him in the playoff setting like that, being the guy. And then for Miami, though, like everyone's performing. Um from top to bottom of the roster, everybody's doing their job. Everybody's flying around on defense, committing, taking charges, forcing turnovers. And then offensively, they're moving the ball around, trying to find the best shot. We got two BAM games to end the series against the Knicks, where he was the primary point of offense. Um, yes, Jimmy has not looked like Jimmy since he's since he twisted his ankle. Um, maybe these couple days off have him back in shape a little bit. But for Boston, um, you got the dynamic Jays. Uh, they both looked great throughout most of the playoffs. Tatum's been a little up and down, but Jalen Brown's been steady. Uh, defensively, they got doing their thing. Uh, they've had their moments of it not being there, but overall, like getting stops is a big reason why they've been successful. They have the seventh best defensive rating in the playoffs. Uh, I just think that as we go into the series, it's going to be kind of who can score, in my opinion. Um, you have the inconsistent, stagnant offense of Boston, where when things get muddy, it doesn't tend to go too well. They try to play hero ball rather than play Missoula ball. When Missoula ball is happening, they're probably the best offense in the NBA. Uh, they're touching paint. They're touching multiple sides. Ball gets moving around. They have, I believe, like the second best assist percentage in the playoffs so far. Um, just the way that they play off of each other, they make it a point of emphasis to touch paint, to get it moving. Um, I just think this series will be huge in who wins the paint based on just paint points in general and then who could score. Uh, 
Both teams are elite defensively, so we'll see what happens. For Miami offensively, um, just need to shoot it. Uh, that goes back to winning the paint. If you get paint touches, you're going to get great three-point looks, so you just got to be able to knock them down. Um, so I guess those are my points, the winning the paint and just at the end of the day, who can score more. This is uh, – looking at the advanced stats is really interesting just because they're all – like for percentage points are all within one and a half percent like both teams are really even uh even with um i mean the only the only thing is boston played more games in these playoffs they played two more games um and boston's offenses offensive rating is almost three points better than miami but exact same defensive rating um everything else is within one one and a half percentages percentage points um same pace like they're very similar in stats that's interesting with the pace yeah miami is or it's a 0 0.09 difference so it's really interesting to see uh, uh basically the same stats so it's going to come down to if miami could keep up their shooting percentages uh shooting at uh, the exact opposite of what they have all year uh they're actually shooting the ball pretty well and during the season, they were not shooting the ball well. Uh, the Knicks series was... It was up and down. It was up and down. But the Knicks kind of made it that way. Um, but, yeah, uh, I agree with Jacob. It depends on if Miami and Boston could get the ball to the paint at a high level. Um, if you're getting the ball into the paint, that opens up what you want to shoot. Um, uh, that, that opens up three, open three-point shots. Uh, for both teams, um, and that's at the end of the day what, especially what Boston wants to do. But throughout these playoffs, it's been what Miami's bread and butter kind of has been: get the ball to Jimmy or get open three-point opportunities. Um, so it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to defense. If both teams could lock in and protect that paint, um, that's going to be a key emphasis throughout the series. Like Jacob said, the paint. Uh, protecting both protecting it and um getting into it on the offensive end but uh, just the simple stuff like clean up the glass don't allow offensive rebounds for both teams extra chance points both these offenses could explode at any time um so just limiting second chance points protecting the ball low turnover numbers um and then we'll see how healthy Jimmy Butler is uh that's I really I was con more concerned about it than Jacob was, but ever, ever since that ankle twist, he just hasn't looked the same to me. And um, we'll see how how these five days off after they beat the Knicks um, really helped him. Uh, I know I saw a picture. I don't know if it was real it or fake. Real. The ankle? It wasn't real. How was that not real? It wasn't. You hope it's not real. No, no, no. Okay. Um, but there's no images. Okay. Um, I did a deep dive, dude. I'm I was very concerned after that. I needed to do. A deep I dive. I don't know. I, there was no images. Then how did I no. did I like dream in an image? No, I mean like no <laughs> official images of his ankle by any. It was of him walking, and somebody zoomed into his ankle, and his ankle was like this big compared to his other ankle. <laughs> no, I don't think it's legit. But I don't know. Because um, when he's playing, it doesn't look bad. He also could have a lot of tape on it. He won't change the swelling. 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how he looks in this series. Um, Still averaged twenty four point six, seven point two, six, one point six steals, one point two blocks. I, over he, six games or five games for him. I angered the Heat fan. Um, my I'm bad. Just saying he's the uh, best player in the series. But it's gonna be. <sighs> okay, we got a biased Heat fan over here because Jason Tatum is in the series as well, who scored fifty one. We haven't talked about that game. That game seven from Jason Tatum was probably the best performance we've seen all playoffs. Um, fifty one and thirteen rebounds. Um. He just took over the game from the second quarter on. Uh, he that was that was an insane game, but I mean it's going to be a battle in this series. I feel like it's going to be a really low scoring series just because both teams are going to be really focused on the defensive end. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be really fun. I feel, I'm more excited for this series than the other series just because this is I feel like the other series is kind of a little bit lopsided based on matchups and everything. Um, so I feel like this is going to go the distance six or seven, um, and it's going to be battles every game, but I got Boston in seven. I think this magical run for the Miami heat is going to continue. Uh, this is the rubber match of conference final matchups. Um, I just think the way Miami's playing too, will give Boston a lot of issues. I know Boston's playing great too. And it will give Miami a lot of issues. It's going to be dog fights every night. Um, I think the health of Jimmy Butler matters a ton. But at the end of the day, I, I think Miami gets this in seven. And I will stick by that. Um, I didn't have – I was sus about beating the Knicks. I think if it comes down to a game seven, it's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. It's anyone's game. If if it's seven, I think it's anyone's. If Miami wins, if Miami wins, it's in six. This will be fun. It'll be a very fun series. Uh, do you want to talk matchups quick? Yeah. All right. So starting five for the Heat is Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, uh, Kevin. Well, depends if they start Kevin Love or not, but it's been Kevin Love, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo. Starters for the Celtics, it depends if they go with Rob Williams or not. We're going to say that they start Rob Williams. So it's Rob Williams, Al Horford, Tatum, Brown, and Smart. So I believe that Bam is going to get Al. I think Struess is going to get Rob Williams. I think Jimmy is going to get... Tatum, I think, or never mind, Kevin Love's starting in this situation. Kevin Love's going to get Rob Williams. Struess is going to get Smart. Gabe's going to get Brown. Tyler, or Jimmy's going to get um, Tatum. And then Bam and Al. Do you agree or disagree? Agree. agree. And then for the Boston side of things, um, Rob will be floating. So I believe he's going to guard Kevin. Uh, Al is going to get Bam, just because he's the big stopper. Um, then Tatum's going to get Max. Brown is going to get Jimmy. 
and then Smart's going to get Gabe. That's going to be a lot tougher, though. I just feel like Bam's more active than Embiid was. Um, so I feel like Don't it'll be better. It'll be a better matchup for Rob Williams than it would be for Al Horford. Nice playoff. I have a feeling that Rob Williams will get him. But at the same time, I also have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of more uh, Derek White in for either Rob Williams or... I don't think Rob starts. I don't know, but I've I've got a feeling that's going to be more Derek White than either Rob Williams or Al Horford, whoever's not playing as good as the other one. Derek White or Brogdon? Derek White has better defense. Brogdon can guard. I feel like it's going to be more of a defensive series, and I feel like um, he provides more size and length, and at the same time, he was their X factor in the last playoffs. So I feel like trust him more. Brogdon's been their X factor these playoffs. I just feel like it's going to be I'm I'm a Derek White fan, okay? Okay. As long as we get that settled. Um so with that being said, you got any last points for this series? Celtics in 7. Miami in 7. Um so that's our little rundown of both series. Do you just want to talk about it all? Do no, you want to do no, it all? No, no, no. We'll wait till tomorrow. Like some you, people, you can hear. Know. You're gonna hear more from us tomorrow. Um, we're gonna talk all playoff team, and we're gonna talk about the lottery that happens this evening. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Just Hoops podcast as we dove into the conference final matchups. For more content, make sure to check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. On yesterday. Uh, we dropped a Laker offensive breakdown from the playoffs. Yes, their defense has been elite, but the offense has been a major reason why they've been successful. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Just Soups podcast, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.